Welcome back, everybody. This is another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore. Today's podcast is kind of a brief look, and I know everybody's busy, so it'll be a brief, quick look at some ideas around data mining, business intelligence, and the coronavirus, and what do we do, what can we do with the data we have, and hopefully an idea or two that might make it easier for you in your practice. I think the number one thing everybody needs in or outside of medicine right now is to see the future, and nobody can see the future. But one advantage we have in medical practice management is we have scheduled appointments. And if we can data mine those scheduled appointments, we can see the future and at least get a better sense than the average industry, retail establishment, government, whatever, can to see what's coming tomorrow. So I think the first thing I'd try to do is data mine my upcoming appointments. What do I know about what's scheduled tomorrow, next week, next month? And I'd look for some specific things. Depending on what your specialty is, or if you have a specialty, if you're primary care or whatever, you might think about looking for upcoming patients who are 65 and older. And what do I do with those patients? Can I find those patients and come up with some kind of telemedicine option or come up with some kind of option to say, hey, you know what, this is a, it's a routine follow-up visit or it's a well care visit or whatever. You don't need to come in. Don't risk your life by coming in. Find those patients and defer as many appointments as you can or at least keep them from coming in. And hopefully by appointment type or some of the way you've got it in your data, heaven knows that you know, your PM system knows how old these patients are. Find patients who are over 65 or maybe it's 60 or whatever you decide to do in your practice and try to move some of those patients off the list and keep them from coming in. Again, based on appointment type so you can get the patients that don't have to be seen. Another thing you might look at and think about is I've got to find open procedure slots, open surgical slots. Hospitals around the country are deferring and canceling elective surgeries. And, you know, I'm not getting between you and your orthopedic surgeon about what elective surgery is and how to define elective. But the last thing in the world we want to do is miss a potential surgery slot on days like this. So whether that means being able to see the future and see open appointment slots coming, or whether that's coming up with a mechanism to confirm with patients and make darn sure they're coming would be really helpful. And I think when you data mine your practice management system, one of the things you're going to want to do is you're going to want to be able to reach people quickly. Whatever you decide to do, whether it's a surgical appointment or it's a procedure appointment, they're under 65, over 65, whatever you want to do. So I think you want to have multiple ways to contact these people. Do you have a cell phone number that you can either call or text or a work number or some other kind of multiple numbers, How many, however many phone numbers you can come up with or an email address? There are vendors out there that can robocall or auto text or email blast or whatever. But the practice has to have the data for those vendors to be able to send whatever message you want to send out there. You might data mine a report that says, show me everybody with an upcoming appointment that doesn't have a mobile number or an email address or whatever, and try to get somebody to fill those things in so that when, you know, a week from now or two weeks from now, and those appointments are now here, you've got a way to contact these people if the people aren't in the system. A couple other ideas about preparing for coronavirus. I work with a practice, uh, they're neurologists, and they build a new no-show code, and they're going to track no-shows based on COVID-19 and trying to get some kind of trend and information that, you know, heaven knows if this goes on for a while, they're going to want that data to be able to plan for the future, and so they have built a new code to find it. You might think about how do we deal with the increased risk of no-shows at times like this, and, you know, do you double book? Well, if you double book, now what happened to social distancing and all that? You've got to have some data to be able to make a decision and a good decision. It's not just, hey, the patient might have to wait an extra 30 minutes if we overdo the double booking. You know, if, if they're 
waiting an extra 30 minutes in a crowded exam room, boy, that didn't work. So we've got to get some data around how do we deal with no-shows? How do we deal with potential appointments that are out there and be able, and then be able to reach people to do it? If you're an ACO or you're looking for data that way, you might look for some folks that are immunocompromised or folks that need this or that that either we can absolutely get and care for or absolutely defer and keep away and try to manage those kind of things from an ACO perspective. A couple of more thoughts on a financial side. Last week's podcast was halfway timely. It talked about working from home and productivity. And I think if you're going to work from, obviously your clinical folks aren't working from home, but if your billing office is or whoever you are that's doing some of those tasks that can do them from home, I think what you want to be able to do is data mine and make sure that you don't lose all your productivity by working from home at a time like this. And if you can get a sense, like we talked about last week for number of charge enter charges entered in a day or number of payments or number of appeals or denials or whatever it is that these folks are working and get some kind of benchmark to say, here's where we were you know, in the month and the year before the crisis and here's where we are now so we can make sure that we don't lose productivity, particularly if this thing goes on for a while. It would be really helpful to say, all right, hey, Nate, you know, for the month or two or three months before the crisis, you were doing X a day and now you're doing 0.3X per day or whatever. And to be able to measure that and monitor that because I think now we're to the last point of today's podcast. A lot of the practices I work with are cash basis, calendar year, which means from a tax perspective, they kind of emptied the bank at the end of last year to save on taxes and are building up cash over the course of the year. And some are building up for a quarterly bonus or whatever and had planned on some money here. But the great trick is, you know, a lot of them cleaned out savings to dodge the tax man just, you know, 10 or 11 weeks ago. And one of the things we've got to do from the business side, while the clinical people work and work and work and save lives and treat, what we've got to do is save the practice and make sure payroll clears and we make sure the money keeps coming in. So as we manage appointment data and see the future with appointment data, as we look for unsold appointments, particularly unsold hospital surgical appointments and trying to maximize the use of what time we have there, as we try to reach people quickly, as we try to do all these kind of things, we've got to be able to keep the place afloat so that we can keep paying the bills and keeping the folks here, especially if there's going to be a bunch of overtime to make this thing work. Best of luck to each of you as you go through this awful crisis. I hope there was an idea or two in here that was helpful for you. Thanks for joining me today.